Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program. Today's issues here on American Family Radio. That's the name of the show, Today's Issues. And should you want to join us on the Internet, go to Facebook or YouTube and just type in Today's Issues, and we live video stream the show there. Or you can get the AFR app. The AFR app is available on your cell phone or iPad or similar devices. It takes you about a minute or two to download the app then you can listen to afr on your on your phone or your uh, ipad or whatever or anywhere in the world as long as you got high speed internet clear as a bell bell's clear right absolutely can't yeah. get any clearer Has that than changed bell. if that's changed i don't want to know it <laughs> if the bell's come not clear the bell is still uh, clear okay uh chris woodward good morning how are you brother chris i'm well I had my uh, third pot of coffee uh, about 10 minutes pot. ago. Third, third pot. Good to go. <laughs> I ran home, came back, <laughs> lifted a car. Good to go. All righty. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Well, I've got a bit of a, a breaking news uh, story here. Um, it's uh, my honor to uh, make this announcement today. Uh, FRC, as of this hour, is uh, announcing something called the Center for Biblical Worldview. And uh, it's a uh, new project they have there that they plan to train Bible-believing Christians to advance and defend the faith in the workplace, in the schools, in their communities, and in the public square. And as part of this announcement, uh, FRC is announcing that uh, Dr. George Barna is going to be joining this uh, organization, the Center for Biblical Worldview, as a senior research fellow. And I have some sound here from David Clawson at FRC. He's going to get That's the Family Research Council. Yes, sir. Uh, Tony Perkins there in D.C. They're good friends of ours. Mm -hmm. Uh, David Clawson is going to be the director of the Center for Biblical Worldview, and uh, he, as you might expect, is excited to have uh, George Bonner on board. He's been doing this polling for decades, and the most recent survey he did shows that only 6% of Americans have what can be called a biblical worldview. Only 6%. So that means even many of the people who go to our churches actually don't think through things uh, through the lens of Scripture. And so that that 6% number is really motivating us to make sure that we're producing resources and content uh, for the Christian community, for pastors, to make sure that we're thinking through contested issues such as uh, the, the definition and meaning of family and marriage and gender, sexuality. Uh, what does the Bible teach about these things, and why is this good for human flourishing? Also joining the Family Research Council's uh, Center for Biblical Worldview is Dr. Owen Strayan, or Strawn. Uh, he is uh, becoming kind of a, an expert on uh, critical race theory. He has a book coming out on this, uh, warning about it and, and trying to tell Christians uh, why it's a bad thing. So, uh Keep your eyes checked on the okay. Family Research Council website for more information on this, and I'm sure uh, Washington Watch with Tony Perkins will be talking about it for the rest of the week. Thanks, story, Chris. Okay. Well, um, there have been a lot of uh, controversial um, appointments made by President Joe Biden, 
And um, one of the people that he, he's uh, not aware of them, but well, that's true. I have, yeah, I, yeah. I, I have seen him butcher the names of the people that he has nominated for positions. <laughs> Once calling the Pentagon that out, quote that outfit over there. Yeah, yeah. And quote, hey, you know, I, piling on Biden here, but it's so easy, right? It's yeah. so easy. Trump, Trump, uh, President Trump made made his share of uh, all presidents do. They have. have their share of uh, what do you call them? Um, mistakes while speaking publicly. Gaffes. Yeah. Well, we mentioned. But now Biden, he won the gold. And I'd say George you, W. Uh, George uh, W. Bush probably has a silver. Silver. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know who has. The, maybe President Trump would be, have the bronze. Uh, but uh, if this were the, is it is this where the gaff memory lapse? Uh, don't know what I'm doing here. Olympics. Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Huh? Joe Biden. I'm putting my money. Clear out. favorite. I don't bet, but I'd put my money. He on actually Biden. said the phrase, "What am I doing here?" at a press conference about a month ago. Yeah, and you know the thing. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the, the thing. Come call, on, man. Well, you call, know the thing. Call the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> oh, I think there was call, a call de- Hunter, declaration of call independence. Call Hunter Biden the great, smartest man he ever knew. Yeah. I mean, this is just President Biden. If you were having a race, a sprint, a gaff sprint, he would be like. Seven people ahead of a Bush. He's the Hussein Bolt of sprints. That's what I. That's that. That's the picture I'm <laughs> yes. seeing right there. Go ahead, Chris. All right. So uh, President so, Biden uh, has nominated a guy named David Shipman to run AD, ATF. That's the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, <clears throat> Firearms, and Explosives. Why it's not ATF? I have no idea. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Mr. Shipman is uh, an opponent, uh, a big critic of guns. Uh, he's been uh, tied to gun control groups, and as a result uh, of his thoughts and opinions on guns, a number of attorneys general, all of them Republican, have written a, uh, a letter to the Biden administration voicing their concerns about this. Uh, they don't like uh, somebody in favor of gun control being in charge of the ATF. <laughs> Biden put somebody in charge of ICE the other day. The gentleman is, uh, I think, a sheriff from Houston, Texas area. I think I got this right. He doesn't believe in the mission of ICE. <laughs> right. I mean, he didn't. He basically doesn't even believe ICE should exist. Yeah. Well, and then you have uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who's head of Homeland Security. Alejandro Mayorkas. Alejandro, Alejandro, Alejandro Mayorkas. Okay, come to That's my restaurant. Bad. Yes. You will be happy. Go ahead, Ed. Well, now, now that you've insulted our, our Hispanic <laughs> listeners by implying what, that they I can all they, his name? All they did could I do go is, full is Biden have Mexican restaurants. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> come to our restaurant. <laughs> I like Mexican restaurants. Yes. I patronize them all the time. One of the best yeah. customers in America for Mexican That's restaurants. That's right. Well, anyway, so the point I was trying to make yeah. is, is that he's a head of Homeland Security, which is o- overseas ICE, and he doesn't believe in the mission of ICE either. <laughs> so big surprise well, coming well, from Biden the Biden doesn't believe in the yeah. mission of ICE. Right. So anyway, go ahead. Well, so, you, so you're saying mm-hmm. that, that, that uh, the President Trump has nominated nom- – I mean, excuse me, President Biden has nominated to uh, the uh, – ATF. ATF, which is a federal agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, An and, advocate for gun control. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, looks like uh, Montana's attorney general is the uh, one leading this uh, effort uh, by state attorneys general to try to get the Senate to reject David Shipman's confirmation. Other attorneys general on board are those from Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Mississippi, Ohio, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, oh, West Virginia. Oh, the Yahoo states. 
<laughs> again, huh? We Fly, shall see. Flyover country. Yeah. Ignorant, so, ignorant bumpkins. So what is, what is uh, Chris, in your opinion, what, what are the chances that um, former ATF agent David Chipman will become the ATF uh, director? Well, I think he'll probably be confirmed because he'll get um, Susan Collins to you know vote for him. We've already, the reason I say that, I'm not picking on Susan Collins, but she was the uh, lone Republican this week that voted for President Biden's pick for uh, a civil rights uh, position at the Department of Justice. Uh, that lady uh, is a big uh, proponent of police reforms. Uh, she has spoken out against what has been described as police brutality in the past and things of that nature. Every Republican in the Senate voted against her nomination except for Susan Collins. And quite frankly, Susan Collins is always the uh, she is the Justice Anthony Kennedy, if you will, of the Senate Republican group uh she oftentimes is going to go the opposite way that you would want by the way i've been triggered chris <laughs> triggered in a discussion no, of gun you just control. triggered me a while ago on something totally unrelated okay police reform i'm tired of hearing it huh? so you got triggered when it's a it worthless mentioned. worthless phrase i was triggered by that we need criminal reform yeah that's what we need criminal reform the police can't be reformed any more than they already they already have training they already have uh, procedures. Well, that, I, that, that 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 they're not followed mm -hmm. sometimes. That you have a, a extremely rare situation, like with uh, Officer Derek Chauvin kneeling mm -hmm. on the guy's neck, George Floyd, for ten or eleven minutes. By the way, some would argue that you know he was jacked up on on uh, the drugs. Talking about Floyd, I, I don't know why I'm diverting down this. Except to say, I'm just tired of hearing the expression "police reform." What, what, go ahead, Ed. Well, th th they could ban. Uh, there's been calls to to ban chokeholds mm -hmm. altogether, no knock warrants. So th there are things I think that mm -hmm. people are calling for that would reform the way the police already do things. Whether or not that's a good idea, I I, I don't want to be put in the position of being the liberal again. I'm just saying the, the well, demands for, for police reform yeah. would, would be along those lines. Gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, we'll be hearing more well, what about What about the it. defund police reform? How does that – is that – Oh, that's – that a that's totally not, different animal? Well, it's thrown – probably thrown in the same uh, pot of stew. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we want – there are some people who want to get rid of police and replace them with social workers, et cetera. Okay, a yeah. couple, couple of – but that should be handled on a state and – Local level. Absolutely. Yeah. Not the federal government telling, uh, you know, the people in the states the, the procedures that the police follow. Because the reason sure. I say that is the police and sheriff's deputies and highway patrolmen and those folks, although mm -hmm. uh, they are, um, they answer, they're answerable. They have to answer to the governor, state legislature. Their own bosses. I mean, there are ways to hold people accountable who go rogue or do bad right. things. I'm just saying. Go ahead. I think you will probably continue to hear about the phrase that shall not be named for the next <laughs> couple of years because uh, Republicans tried to get something done under Senator Tim Scott during the Trump administration, and Senator Scott mentioned his reform bill, 
in his uh, GOP response to the recent address to the joint session, and he blamed Democrats for not being on board with it. So Republicans who want to retake control of the House and the Senate and also the White House are probably going to try to campaign on that to reach beyond just the traditional GOP voter in the next couple of elections. No-knock search warrants, is that what you're talking about? Um, Those are some of the things that have been Yeah, Rand Paul is a big... uh, proponent of that uh well you mean of getting, of rid, getting of that? rid of it yes sir and yeah. you know making sure that all police wear uh the cameras body cam body mm-hmm. cam i thought that so, was already anyway well, okay yeah, i got you i got you i still am triggered but go ahead okay it's it's trick getting triggered is an emotional reaction you can't right think about it quote unquote and not be tri- you you you're either triggered or you're not mm-hmm. yeah so i just <laughs> I just hear police reform, police reform, police reform, and I'm going. Nobody ever talks about criminal reform, right? Why don't we? Why don't, yep. we, why don't we? Why don't we spend as much money talking about? Hey, if you're ever confronted by a police officer or pulled over, here's how you behave. Yeah, let's let's do some public service announcements. Now that's, I think that's a great idea. Uh, some television ads. Let's yeah. get some celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To do, huh? For just 10 to, to cents do, a day. Yeah, I, I imagine they'll just be flocking to do those. Yes. Yeah, okay. Tears Go ahead. in their eyes. Go ahead. Well, Chris. somebody that is uh, talking about uh, criminal reform is uh, the state of New York, <laughs> albeit not in a way no one wants them to. Fred may have mentioned this in the last hour. I was uh, I had my reporter hat on uh, during that segment. Uh, but there is apparently a bill in New York State that would automatically swipe away criminal records for nonviolent offenders uh, as part of an effort to help them uh, make it make things easier for them to find a job and things of that nature. So basically, maybe you if after you they've served their time. Well, that or it's still on their record from maybe uh, a court appearance or a charge and you know things of that nature. I was told in fifth grade there were a couple things that would be on my permanent permanent record. record. Yes, yes. <laughs> maybe it's still on there. I haven't checked it, but uh, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about that. I believe in second chances. I believe in forgiveness. I believe that people can go to prison for doing crimes, get out, and live an otherwise clean life. Sure. So that's that's American spirit. So I, I, I don't have uh, so this, but this idea of take of remove after they serve their time. You're saying? Yeah, like it would be completely removed from their record. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know if that's a good idea or not for employers. Because mm-hmm. if I'm running a uh, store, for example, and I'm hiring and somebody comes in to apply for the job and it's, it's, it's not listed on their, quote, record or their um, application mm-hmm. that they were, they got sent to jail because they stole money from their last employer, I'd want to know about that, right. even though it's a nonviolent crime. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I, I I joked in our story meeting when you went, mentioned this. Just the the thought popped into my head. I'm an employer, and I'm going, well, Mister Madoff, uh, your <laughs> resume looks just fine. You know, and I understand it. Where have dead. you been the last yeah. twenty years? But, yeah, where have you been yeah. the last twenty years? Oh, just uh, uh, just uh, hanging out, uh, self-employed. I, I, okay. <laughs> So I was, I, I, I was I'm taking a sabbatical. I just I'm with been you building then. pyramids. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> building pyramids. I, I'm with I'm with you, Tim. I, I I think there is a place for forgiveness, and you've paid yeah. your debt to society. Yeah. yeah, you get a clean slate. But yeah. I'm also I would also be concerned that uh, somebody who um, uh, had a criminal record that might that might cause me to be concerned about the position I'm hiring him for. 
you know, if it's a white collar crime for embezzlement, right? And I'm putting him in the accounting department. <laughs> you might want to know about that. I might want to know about that. Yeah. Anyway. Go ahead, Chris. Well, it's uh, getting to be about lunchtime, whether you're going to a Mexican restaurant or something else in these United States of America. <laughs> and I've been meaning to ask you this uh, for a couple of days now since I've been filling in for Steve uh, on this here radio program. Um, and I'll mention this, and I'll explain this in a second as to why I'm going to ask you this, but what is the most expensive thing you have ever ordered at a restaurant? The most like how, expensive? What's the, what's the most money you've ever spent on your own dish uh at a restaurant oh wow well i can tell you i can tell you this my wife one time we went to an unnamed burger place and what she ordered sent her to the emergency room so that that was pretty that was pretty expensive but you're talking about yes the item itself yeah i think you missed the point of the question i I did i just wanted to yeah but yeah i I just wanted uh, but i but no technically i guess you're right you do you associate the bad yeah. Food with the hospitalization. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so the most expensive. I must say, uh, I've spent, I've spent 50 bucks on a steak before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dropped. That didn't uh, include the salad. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That was just straight up. Uh, was it good though? Was it worth it? A filet mignon. I made it worth it. I ate a bite. I waited 10 minutes, ate another <laughs> bite. I, you talking about savoring every $10 I did. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, I, uh, I would I would say probably the most expensive would be you know tw- tw- for me tw- twenty five bucks yeah. on a steak. Mm-hmm. I, if I ever went to one of those uh, what is it like Brazilian restaurants mm-hmm. where you like you raise the little flag and they oh, bring something that, like that's food Disney World right yeah, there. I might yeah. I might I might blow a wad for a really important occasion. Right. On, yeah. on, on you know a, it, now those buffets right there they'll run you forty bucks right yeah. there for. But they do bring the food. You're talking about the Brazilian steakhouse? Yeah, where they where bring they, all different bring, types of foods. They bring all kind of different uh, Would meat. you call it a food Disney it's World? Food, it's, it's food Disney World is what it is. Now, I, I would probably, I'd probably spend, uh, you know, for our anniversary or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I dropped 40 bucks uh, this year on my anniversary. Uh, took my wife out to a, a restaurant up in Corinth, Mississippi. I won't say the name, but uh, 40 bucks on a steak, and it was well worth it. I, I would go back today. Okay, yeah, so the time. so what, what is the purpose of fill up yeah. to go? Well, yes. <laughs> the reason uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because, and this has gotten a lot of attention, and understandably so. Uh, this week, Disneyland made headlines because it is selling a supersized one hundred dollar sandwich. What? At Disneyland One in California. Yes. What do you mean? It feeds a family of it, ten or it, something? Well, they they seem to think you can split it eight ways, but in America, this is probably for like three people because we eat ginormous <laughs> portions. Ginormous is an actual word. Well, how anyway, long is the sandwich? Uh, I'll, it, I'll tell you whether three. Yeah, it doesn't eat. say it doesn't say how long it is, but like this picture here uh, on my computer, which obviously our viewers uh, online like a, can like watch, a six foot. It's not a big cookie sheet type thing, so yeah. it's a it's a giant panini. Um, I mean, it's a it's a sandwich. A hundred bucks. Yeah, and but it, if you can feed if you uh, can feed eight people at Disneyland, at Disneyland for a hundred dollars, yeah, that's probably good. That's some, probably, probably typical. Some dad though is like, I can knock this out myself. You know. <laughs> well, uh, now if it's one of those deals where if you can eat the whole thing, you get it for free. Yeah, but that's a that's a lot of sandwich. That's like the uh, the the ninety two or ninety six ouncer from uh, the film the, the Great Outdoors or whatnot. That uh, well, obviously you haven't seen Man versus Food. <laughs> yeah, I have seen. You that. have seen yes. Man versus Food. That's one was one of my favorite shows yeah. when the original guy yeah. was. Yeah, on it yeah, yeah. yeah i don't watch it anymore yeah. but 
So, hundred bucks. Uh, Sounds like something he would take on. Well, just to give you an idea of what's on this uh, this sandwich, it contains salami, rosemary, ham, and sun dried tomato spread on toasted focaccia bread for really? uh, the low low price of ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. How long is it now? Uh, it I, it doesn't so it doesn't show dimensions here in the Today Show article that uh, I'm reading. Yeah, but it's uh, one of their attractions. They're uh, well when you go to, when open. you go to, when you go to a uh, theme park or you know a professional. Mm-hmm sports game you you expect to pay you know you come you come knowing that you're going to pay more right you're going to pay double what you would pay outside of that venue so anyway go ahead we, yeah. yeah well you know uh i do want to mention this one thing people um are not happy about right now is gas prices whether you're driving to disney or somewhere else uh just to give you an, a heads up and a warning before you hit the road for memorial day if you're going somewhere uh, Memorial Day travelers are going to pay the highest gas prices since 2014. 2014. Now, why is this? Well, it's, it's due to a number of things. Uh, you know, that Colonial Pipeline situation from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but that only affected the southeast. It did, but it, or, or, it was not a demand. The southeast and some of the uh, Atlantic mm-hmm. coast. Uh, it, it caused a little bit of a supply and demand issue, but also uh, people are out and about uh, because they're tired of being shut in. Some people have been told they can leave their house now. Other people are using their you know stimulus monies uh, or stimulus checks uh, to hit the up and road. So just, you know, just a heads up, uh, AAA does have today's national average at $3.03 a year ago. Does anybody have any guess as to what we were paying a year ago on Two, average? Two forty nine, I'll say. I'll go you? with Ed. Okay. A year ago on this date in history, uh, AAA says we were paying $1.96 on average for a gallon of rent. What? Yes. A year ago? A year oh, but ago that, but now that was during the shutdown the, when people – Things did – yeah, things did nosedive. Yeah, they know there was a – There was no demand. Right. Yeah. At that time. I drive a uh, I drive a diesel and I got to tell you I'm I'm starting to get a little concerned, you know, but uh, Wow, what are you paying? Uh well, it's uh more than regular. For example, the uh, the national average for diesel today is $3.17. Now, looking at the uh, the map on AAA's website, you know, for anybody that ever visits it, you can kind of scan over each little state and it'll tell you what their average. I spend an hour a day there. I, I, well, I, yeah, it's what I, I do. I could tell you more about it than you want to know. Uh, a lot of our listeners uh, in the Southeast, uh, we are paying the, some of the cheapest prices in the country. But for our fellow Americans in states like California, Illinois, New York, Pennsylvania, uh, you're paying out the wazoo right now for gas. What's a wazoo? Uh, it's a it little a, instrument you play in it. I think the price wazoo is going up. That's what the price wazoo is going up to four dollars a, a, a unit <laughs> kazoo, right now. But kazoo, yeah, kazoo. I was yeah. making a joke kazoo, about that. Yeah, we couldn't wazoo, afford the recorders thought, uh, growing up. We had wazoos. I think we <laughs> joked over one another right there, and so we both, <laughs> oh, okay. bit, we both missed. So I didn't hear yours. You didn't, you didn't hear, hear mine. mine. So it's yeah. a wash. Yeah. What, what do you got there? You know, let me ask you this, Chris. Me never having driven. Uh, boy, that sounded. Is that anyway? Me never having driven. <laughs> I knew uh, what you meant. Sound, sound like a. Anyway, I'll stop right there. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the advantage of a diesel uh, automobile? Uh, well, supposedly it it burns um, differently, and therefore you might be able to go a little farther. You're sounding like, sound like Dr. Fauci here, I man. just like You're the putting car. too many caveats in this thing. I, I just want to know straight up. I just want to know straight up why you bought one over a regular I uh, liked the car. It didn't have anything to oh, do with the Oh, it's just the car. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. 
I, I you just didn't like care pork. whether it was diesel. Or... Actually, like I bought it, and the next day I went to go fill it up, and, and there was that right moment off. where I was like, "What have you I?" You didn't done? know it was a diesel. Yeah. Well, I, di- I didn't. I didn't give it any. It attention. could have been. It could have been run on Red Bull. You wouldn't have cared, right? <laughs> I was driving a beater and was yeah, happy for right. whatever I got. It looked cool. Yes. Right. Well, I can tell you this as someone who has bought a Red Bull at, at Dollar General yeah. for either my son or my daughter. If they say, hey, get yeah. me one when you're inside, filling your car up with Red Bull would be more expensive than <laughs> diesel. It gives you wings. <laughs> yeah. But the car would go faster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow.